I had an interesting question come in this week regarding safety. So I want to take a job somewhere. Is it safe? What if the school asks me if I'm aware of the political situation? How much should I research? These are all really good questions. Generally, you want to avoid being too political going into uh, another country. But at the same time, you want to sound informed. So my my general recommendation is whatever your host country is, like not, not your host country, sorry, whatever your home country is, use their official information and narrative about safety in the country. Um, and I'm saying narrative because I lived in the Middle East a long time and everything on the State Department's website was exaggerated. I never really saw the problems that they were reporting, but it doesn't mean those problems weren't happening. And obviously they're trying to give you the worst case scenario so that no one can accuse them of hiding information that might impact your safety. So it's all really about your odds and percentages of something happening. So for example, let's say that you are looking to take a job in Hong Kong. You could go and I, you're a U.S. citizen. You would go U.S. State Department, Hong Kong. open this up and here you go. What I would do is I would study uh, the executive summary and then scan for some more highlights. If anything were to come up in the interview, are you aware of any of the controversies happening currently in Hong Kong? Now this is a country report from 2021. So it's, you know, it's a little outdated. Uh, it does show that it, there's been a review and update in April. But this is, a, this is a good primer, and if you're asked specific information, you will have information from a source that can be verified. And I believe if you read this and you develop um, a few talking points, that your talking points will also be aligned with official information that the school is receiving. Most schools sign up for... Uh, consular or embassy updates for their employees. So they know like if U.S. employees are getting notices, Canadian employees, uh, Canadian employees, et cetera, they're getting this information into the head of school's office or HR. It's, it's coming somewhere just to see if there are any notices going out so they can, they can be aware and they can work with their international employees. All right, so this is, again, this is a country report. Now you have your travel advisory. So I'm gonna go to China. So Hong Kong came up under China travel advisory. It's fine. This was updated again, October 26. If you open one of these and it hasn't been updated for a couple of years, then there's a problem. Normally the problem is that the U.S. embassy or consulate in that country or area has been closed down or uh, they're just not operating properly. And I would say that's generally a red flag in most cases, not always, but something you definitely want to look into. Um, so again, this is giving you uh, a summary. This will not take long to read. And I would just stick to these, this, this information as your talking points. And uh, you can even ask questions about anything here. So like, for example, in your interview, you could say, 
I was reading on uh, the U.S. Department of State's website, and from October 26, 2022, they were talking about lockdowns. Here's what they were saying about lockdowns. Is this still accurate? Is this still up to date? Has this been revised locally and just not updated online? You know, you're going to sound informed, and I think schools prefer to have informed employees as opposed to people who show up and they're shocked that there are rules and conditions on the ground that they were not expecting because those things can really impact someone's first few weeks in a country. And I think if you have a bad few weeks, you're more than likely not to stay than to stay long-term. And schools don't really want turnover in the first year or two. They want people to stay for a few contracts. Um, and if you're living anywhere, you can sign up for alerts for your consulate. So let's do... And most countries have this service available. So you can go to your, um, you can go here, you can subscribe, and then often somewhere on the page, you can sign up for alerts. It, it's important if you're, if you're a U.S. citizen, it's really important to register if you're living somewhere that has an embassy or consulate. Uh, you'll get direct information ahead of what's published online to your email and to your phone. And if there is a true emergency, you will get your information very quickly. So I do recommend people to do that. And if other countries are offering that service, you know, what's, what's the harm in registering? All right. So that's all I have for this week and uh, good luck in recruitment and make good decisions, do your research and sound informed.